Welcome to Season 3, Episode 1 of the Family Travel Australia podcast. We are Katie, Paul and Jasper from the Feel Good family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 1. Season three is finally here. You know, I feel like season two was the season that just kept on giving, yes, didn't it? It sure did. It just went on and on and on and on, and there was so much goodness in season two. But we are excited to kick off season three. And we are well and truly on the road. We are a good few hundred kilometres north now mm -hmm. from where we started back there on the Gold Coast mm -hmm. and excited to let you know that we are continuing north. In fact, Season 3 will be bringing you the best of North Queensland, anything basically north, east, west or south above mm -hmm. the Tropic of Capricorn. <gasps> How exciting. Tropical North Queensland, baby. Bring it on oh, where winter never happens. <laughs> That's right. And we'll be up there for, you know, three, three and a half months, mm -hmm. well, as long as we can stretch it out, really. Absolutely. And we will go as far north as we can. Mm -hmm. And we will certainly go west. Yes. Go west. I know. Jasper's so excited. We're going to be... That's good, Kate. <laughs> Jasper wants to be exploring... The dinosaur, yes. the epicenter well, of dinosaur discovery in the world. He's not the only one that's very, very excited about that. Yeah. I am so excited to get out to Winton and surrounds mm -hmm. and just discover what is out there. Look, the the thing is that we're going to probably run out of time. That, of course we are. That always seems to be really the, the biggest concern that we end up having. Um, I'm also keen to look at Hitchinbrook Island. Oh, yes. Uh Bowen oh. has just won Best Beach in Queensland. Yes. Amazing. Yes, it has. Some other hidden gems that other travellers have shared with us along oh, the way. Well, it's also it's cane burning season, which oh, is air. super exciting. Yes. I can't wait to see that. I think that will be amazing mm -hmm. footage and just a, an awesome experience to see the cane burning up there in North Queensland, particularly at Air. Karumba. Karumba. Over in the Gulf of Carpentaria, just on the, the very point Daintree. Yes. Oh, so many places. It's, look, it's endless. So with all of this comes the need to plan and plan well. Mm -hmm. We've talked about our planning before and how we do this um, in, in small part, uh, but with enough flexibility and enough fluidity to be able to, you know, shift the goalpost or shift the destination and itinerary slightly based on who we meet, where we are, weather, and those other things that mm -hmm. may impact it. So what we're going to share with you today is subject to change, but this is pretty well how we really manage our travel itinerary and, and yeah, how we schedule. Yeah, our top our top four tips, really, for how we, we plan, and we've broken them down into different categories. Mm -hmm. So let's kick it off. Our first category is having a weekly schedule. Now, this is something that you may or may not need to do. But for us, it works really, really well. And there are a couple of reasons why this works so well for us. We are 100% 
working while on the road. So as much as we laughed and loved it, when everybody said to us before we set off, oh my gosh, you're going to have the best holiday ever, two years off around Australia, you lucky things. Mm. We are definitely working. Um, mm. And that was something that we, you know, we came into this knowing that we were going to be working on the road between creating our episodes for YouTube and our destination and RV living content. And also between my online essential oil business, we are super busy. And that's yeah. great. We love that. We're those kinds of people. But what we need being those kinds of people is a weekly schedule. Now, whether you're working or not, this could work for you because you can simply break it down into dedicated days. For us, we find that having a, a dedicated drive day a week, family fun days, where we really aren't working, yeah. we're just... And that, that could even mean the cameras aren't always in my hand or present or we don't even hit record, we're just in the moment and going... This is really what we set out to do. This is why we set out to do it. So let's just be in the moment. Absolutely. And so super important. Mm. We have our work days and our work schedules between Paul's editing and filming and, and my online work as well. And then we also have down days, just days to sit at camp, relax, do all of those sorts of things. So... Again, this is something that you may or may not like to work with, but it works really well for us. I just created a spreadsheet in Excel. Now, look, to be honest, this is our third season on the road. This schedule has changed more times than I could probably even count on my fingers. And it has to because you grow and evolve and you work out what works. And, and you know, we learnt that actually it works better for us to dedicate Saturday as a travel drive day if we can, and of course, all of this does remain flexible because yeah. there are certain things out of your control, like the weather, mm. like falling in love with a place that you said you were only going to stay two nights, but you actually want to stay for a week. So there are lots of variables, but having a schedule of sorts really just helps for us keep us on track. For me, I'm the sort of person who works really well with a list. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of them. Yeah, so... To have really it all up there in front of us in any format, whether that's even our food and meal plan mm -hmm. or a schedule that you've created mm -hmm. for, for when we're moving, when we're not, and as you said, what we're doing, fun, work and play. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, look, we are definitely planners and that works for our personality types, but we also know lots of other people out there who are the total opposite. So, um, again, it's all about doing what works for you. Okay, number Two. Okay, so this is all about planning your itinerary. Now, as you would know, we break our trip, our time around Australia into seasons. Now, we try to keep those to four months originally. Four months, yes, but <laughs> as we joked about at the start, season two was the season that kept on giving. Um, but having, I guess, a rough idea of where you want to spend the next one, two, three months, or even, you know, if you are setting off on the big lap around Australia, then no doubt you have spent countless hours with a map in front of you, you know, drawing out a rough itinerary of how you want to get around the island and all of the places that you want to stop and see. So we break our itinerary planning down into different categories. We obviously have our seasons where we know 
know roughly the proximity of where we want to be or the mm -hmm. state of Australia that we want to explore. Then we break it further down into the regions within that area. Then we look at our route planning. You know, how are we going to get to A to B? I rely a lot on my Apple phone, the Maps app, Google Maps. For that, we also roll out our big laminated map. And, you know, that's there is nothing better than sitting down with the map in front of you and looking at roads and routes and discovering names of places that you don't even know are there. That is so exciting for Jasper as well, particularly that big world map mm -hmm. that we've got for him. Oh, yes. And he's like, what did you call that place, Dad? Or Matilda Way, where's that? And being able to get him engaged, then we're going back to the iPad or to our laptop mm -hmm. and looking at the destinations in within that region and the experiences that uh, are available. And again, engaging with Jasper in that process as well. What do we want to see? What do we want to experience? Mm -hmm. You know, what's going to be the best memories to create? I love that. And if you are traveling with kids, it is so important. We've said this a number of times to get them involved in every aspect where possible. Mm -hmm. And the planning is such a good one because there'll be places that they want to see and things that they want to do. And there'll be items on their bucket list. Like, for example, for me, swimming with the whale sharks when we get over to WA is a absolute must do on my bucket list. So the kids will have those as well. It's such a fun thing to do together as a family. Yeah, get the kids involved. Definitely, great, great definitely. Tip. So we rely on our maps. We rely on the the Google and the Apple maps. So I spend countless hours on my laptop plugging in from this destination to that destination and looking at the different routes that we can take and how many kilometres it is it is and how many hours that's going to take us. Mm. And on that, we, we've uh, joked about it in the past, but... I want to create an app that's called RV Real Time. <laughs> and, and it's a ba basically 25 to 30% more than whatever Google, Google tells you. Yeah, look, yeah. it's a million dollar idea. All right. And then, of course, as Paul mentioned, we look at the destinations, the experiences that we can have there to, to get an overview of the place before we get there too. So we know what to expect. Okay. Number three is our resources. Now, look, we have done just recently a podcast on our top 10 apps for RV travel. If you haven't listened to that, it's worth going back and checking that one out because there are a number of apps within that podcast and that list that we absolutely rely on when it comes to planning. And the number one app is Wikicamps. Definitely. It's fantastic. And take some of the comments, though, with a grain of sand so flick through there's there's always someone who stubbed their toe before they got out of their their caravan who's going to complain no matter what the experience is so just try and really pan through and have a look and get get a sense for yourself the overall vibe and energy from a number of comments don't let one comment you know dissuade you to to actually give something a go Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's a life lesson, isn't mm. it? And that could be for any type of accommodation, whether you're you're in your caravan or your motorhome or whether you're you're staying in an Airbnb, you know, you're always going to get both sides of the reviews. Um, <laughs> what we love about Wikicamps is that it shows us all of the places in the area. It also shows us um, point, points of interest. You can filter things 
to search for... Yeah, if you've got a dog or you're travelling with a cat. Yeah, it's a really, <laughs> really fantastic resource. Something that we've just picked up at Anaconda, uh, and if you, you know, BCF Anaconda, do become a member of those those two different chains because uh, it does uh, afford you some, some really good discounts. One in particular I want to talk about is the Camps 10 book. Um, now, I think from memory, I hope I've got this right, but I think it's around like $60, Five dollars, sixty-four ninety-five. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it comes down to forty-nine ninety-five. Now, to me, when you when you think about it, that's probably an expensive book, tra- you know, travel companion. But it is so worth it. Just such a fantastic resource, and we're using that heavily in this season three. So we're excited about that. Absolutely. What is amazing about the Camps 10 book or all of the Camps book, they're up to version 10, is that they have full comprehensive HEMA maps in them, but they are designed specifically to show you where the free or low cost or, you know, farm stay Mm. or station stay camping spots are around Australia. And I think just briefly from memory, when I flipped through the book earlier, there's around 5,000 free or low-cost campsites, which is so awesome. Amazing. Yeah, from all around Australia. The other book that we absolutely love, and it gives you the flip side of that and gives you all of the best caravan park sites around Australia, is the Brendan Batty book, the Explore Australia by Caravan and Motorhome book. Again, it's got great maps in there and has destination content in there as well, must-see-and-do things in different areas. and it will show you the best of the best when it comes to the caravan parks in the area as well. Fantastic resources. Okay, the last one, number four, is scheduling. This is really more around the detail of how you do this. Okay, so we've got our weekly schedule, we've got our itinerary, we've got our resources, but how do we pull that all together? So week to week, I'm a bit old school. I love using my diary, which is a month to a page planner and it's excellent at the at the very front of that it has the full year um, it has all of the holidays listed school holidays state by state so you've got all of the dates that you need to be aware of and then each month is on its own page and so I use that to map out our week-to-week scheduling and our routes now something that I learned very early on in season one don't use a pen or if you are going to use a pen (laughs) Paul's mum actually put me on to awesome erasable pens now you can get them I think at Officeworks she used to pick them up when she'd travel over to the US every year Um, so they're really fantastic as well if you like having the different colors but I just use a simple HP pencil with a little eraser because honestly things change and things Mm. change so often that I just got sick of crossing things out. So now I'm like, right, use my pencil over a pen. I can erase it out if I need to change it. Um, But I love to use that month to a page to lay it all out in front of me. And that way I get a snapshot of what's coming up. Mm-hmm. And I, and we can change it as we need. Now, we have touched on this, but it is so, so important to be flexible. Don't go and lock in your next three or four weeks of stays, whether you're staying in a caravan park, you're making bookings, and don't leave yourself flexibility for the what-ifs or the just-in-cases. It's a little bit hard 
to let go of your need to be in control of things yeah. for some people. Yeah, oh, we, I mean, you I know, know we struggled with that. Something I did struggle with. And so this idea of not knowing where we're going to be in the next two or three weeks, having an idea mm. n- normally isn't enough for a lot of people, but it becomes the best way to do it. It really does. And, look, I'm not going to lie. I still most mornings say to Paul, okay, what's the plan for today? Because I need to know. I need to know in my head what we're doing, you know, the order of things. And so I guess that's why I really love taking on this this planning and this route itinerary role Logistics, in the family. Exactly. Because then at least I have a handle on where we're headed and what I need to do to be organised for that. But you do need to allow for flexibility. You do need to allow time. Time is a big one. Time in location to enjoy where you are but also have a minute to enjoy just, you know, being in your van and being in camp and all of those things that make this lifestyle so enjoyable. So many times we have been in a scenario due to a weather issue, like the weather's turned bad, but Mm -hmm. it's going to be perfect tomorrow, but, oh, oh, well, we've missed out. But we've been able to stay and still play. Uh, We saw that in Tassie with the the people um, in the two campsites next to us. Oh, yes. A group of six, seven people, and they all missed out on this incredible experience experience because of the weather. Yeah. Uh, So if you can afford yourself to have that flex best advice yeah yeah i guess it's it's a fine line you know you want to be organized and scheduled enough to not miss out on campsites to not miss out on those experiences that you want to do but you also need to be flexible and loose enough to make sure that you've got time for things if there's you know weather or events out of your control flat tires flat tires exactly or you know bushfires and you need to reroute <laughs> so um it is a fine line and i think our best advice is just doing it the more you do it the more comfortable you get with it mm. and you do get into a bit of a, a pattern you know it's i think of it like you know that it is that two steps forward and then it's a step back and then you might take two steps but in a different direction and yes you know it is but it's awesome i love it Uh, a few episodes ago maybe four or five ago we created a youtube episode around the podcast called our top 10 must know tips Mm -hmm. for rv travel exactly you know it's the it was the really excellent list that included some of this Mm -hmm. but uh yeah a lot more detail on the apps the resources and, and how we, we do things. Absolutely. So another really good one to check out. Okay, so we're going to hit the road now. Like literally. Woohoo! <laughs> get, get moving again uh, because we like to get ourselves set up well before the sun is setting. So it's about two in the afternoon now, so we're only about 40 minutes, I think, from our destination. Mm-hmm. So that'll give us a good amount of time. We normally take about... At a slow pace, 45 minutes to really set up camp. If we're rushed for whatever reason, we can do it in about 25, 30. Mm. And if you time lapse it, and and then, I mean, we do it super quick, (laughs) 22 seconds, that's right. (laughs) So we're going to get a move on. Thank you so much for sticking with us. If you know somebody that could, you think, enjoy or benefit from this information or from our YouTube channel, please do share it with them. And if you haven't already, please make sure that you subscribe. 
Definitely. And check out our website, all the w's.thefeelgoodfamily.com.au. It is a fantastic resource. There is so much good information up there, access to all of our podcast episodes, all of our YouTube episodes, plus so Recipes, much Recipes, all that caravan cooking. Free downloads, yeah. you name it. So please subscribe to that as well because we do send out a newsletter to keep in touch with where we're at and what we're doing. Well, thank you again for listening. Dream big, look after your family. And happy trails. Feel the journey, feel the journey.